Welcome back, everybody, to another round of Bite Size English with Matt. Uh, I hope you guys had a fun night yesterday at, for St. Patrick's Day, or if you if you stayed in and were responsible, good on you. That's good, too. Um, but let's just get right into our topic today. So today is just a bit of a review. Let's recap the, re the last week when we were talking about emotion, okay? So we're, we had a bit of an emotional week, which is... Very bad joke. Um, just talking about all the different emotions that we, we can express. So we have not just the words happy, sad, angry, scared, and disappointed. We we had other words to describe things beyond those five basic basic words. Okay, so we're going to cover a little bit of that today, and then we're also going to uh, cover more emotions later on down the road. But so on maybe in a future month or two come back and we'll do some more emotions but that's just why I want to cover this for this week so let's go back and let's talk about a few of the the vocabulary that words that we did learn this week for the different the different uh, the five different emotions that we talked about so first emotion that we talked about back on Monday was happiness so the feeling of being happy so we didn't cover too much in the vocabulary sense that way but we did talk about the word joy. Um, so we use the word joy rather than the word hap happiness to describe maybe um, some more for children or maybe for more for situations, right? Or maybe even for for uh, for happy events, right? So we all we had, for example, the example. Uh, it was a joy. There was a lot of joy at a wedding, right? That's generally a, a, a day of joy. And then for the second day, this on Tuesday, we talked about sadness. So we had a couple different words we could use to describe sadness rather than using the word sad. We could say a person was blue, or we could say that a person was down. These were both ways to say that they were unhappy. And we also had the more extreme version of the word depressed as well. And then we talked about as well sad as, a, as an insult meaning disappointing or pathetic and so that was a different topic for that day uh, make sure that you guys go back and listen to that one but we're not going to talk too much about that today and then when I talked to Thomas on on Wednesday uh, we talked about the phrase to let uh, being let down so again let's talk about that one really quickly I just want to make sure that one's very clear for everybody so let down can be a noun meaning a situation or or of something that someone does that makes you feel disappointed so I can use that in an example like, I went to the beach yesterday, but it was a bit of a letdown. Why? Why was it a letdown? I said, well, it started to rain, don't you remember? So that, that was really disappointing, right? So that's how we can say the situation was a letdown. Or I can use it as, an, as a verb, meaning yesterday she really let me down. She didn't do what I asked her to do, and so I she let me down. I felt disappointed. Okay, so those are the two different ways we can use the phrase let down to, uh, instead of just using the word disappointed all the time. Okay, next we had the word, we talked about anger on Thursday. So um, remember, we, we have lots of different ways to talk about anger. We had the word mad uh, rather than the word angry. And then we had uh, lost the temper or a short temper. And then we also had the word furious, which is an extreme adjective for angry. So remember, there's lots of different ways we can talk about anger. 
And then for scary, um, we had a few different synonyms, but they were a little bit different. So we had the one, uh, we had spooky and eerie, which means a situation which makes you feel uncomfortable, but more in a monster sort of way. Like there's monsters or ghosts or vampires. So not really, or you maybe you're in, 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 a, in a fog that might feel spooky. But we also had the word terrifying, which is an extreme adjective for scary. So if something's terrifying, it's very, very scary. Um, I use the example of, being face to face with a dangerous animal that's always very scary uh, startling is when someone jumps out at you makes you feel scared just for a moment very quick and then it goes away and then we also had the word nervous meaning feeling uneasy about something you had to do in the future or something you had to do now at that time so maybe if someone's talking you could say he we for this one we can say for example he sounds very nervous so if I am talking like this and I don't really feel very confident, then that is a, that is something that sounds that is somebody that sounds very nervous, not very confident. Okay, so those are some of the fr the the words that we looked at, and so when we talk about these different adjectives, we have the very basic verbs we can use. We can feel these verbs, so we can feel happy or we can feel we can feel terrified. We have to be, so I can be furious. We can look blue or depressed or disappointed. And then we can seem disappointed, which is similar to look. Both look and seem means I don't know. I look at somebody and I, the feeling that I get from them is how they are. And then the other two verbs we have, we can, we can make somebody or, or somebody can make us feel something to make all right or i can make so for example i uh sh that makes me very happy being able to teach you guys makes me very happy <laughs> we also have uh the emotional nouns uh they're less common but we use the words have to talk about the emotional nouns so just to go through it very quickly uh, happiness or joy for the first day we had sadness anger fear and disappointment. These are the different nouns that we can use and we can say I to have it or we can so it shows more of a possession, something that you have inside. But they have various different meanings, but we generally don't use them as a noun. We generally talk about these different words as adjectives to describe a person's feeling. Okay? And then we had some some uh, idioms or some different phrases that we we talked about throughout the week. So I just want to highlight a couple different ones for you guys today just to to kind of wrap up the week here so we had for we'll go backwards so so yes on not yesterday on friday sorry we had the phrase butterflies in your stomach so let's talk about that one really quickly butterflies they flap around they have the wings so it's that feeling of that kind of fluttery feeling uh, flutter is another word for that the, the motion of a wing when butterflies move their wings they flutter so it's that feeling of kind of up and downness in your stomach and so we say butterflies in your stomach that's where that comes from okay then on on thursday we didn't really have a lot of idioms uh we just wanted to talk about anger so but we did have the, the one idiom blood boiling or hot blooded so when you're when you get angry you feel your temperature will go up your your blood temperature will feel like it's it's rising it's getting you're getting hotter and so if some a person is hot blooded it means they're very quick to anger they can be very, become very angry very quickly they have a short temper so 
uh, we can use that in, in a quick example. That that man over there, he seems a bit hot blooded. He seems, remember, seems he looks. I don't know. He might be. He might be very nice, but I don't know for sure. I say, oh wow, he seems very hot blooded. I say, yeah, he's a bit hot blooded. He gets he, he loses his temper quite a bit. And then on on Wednesday, when I was talking to Thomas, uh, we had the phrase sh fall short. So it's not much of an idiom, but it's the idea of when you have a, a uh, understanding of how you think something will happen. So maybe you think it's going to be very, very, very good, but it doesn't meet your expectation. So you think one way, but it, it's a little bit less than what you think. Then we say fall short. So for example, um, a very practical way we can talk about this. Maybe you expect to make a certain amount of money at your job for a month and maybe you don't have the performance that you want and so you fall a little short so you make a little less money if you're working in sales for example so let's say in sales you want to make you want to try and make 10 sales in one week but you only sell seven you only make seven sales in that week so you can say he fell short you fall short of your goal so that's a way we can use that as well and that generally generates that generally creates a feeling of disappointment so that's how we tie that into disappointment. Now on Tuesday, when we talked about sad, uh, the word sad, we didn't use a lot of idioms, but we did use uh, the, the other meaning of sad. So hashtag sad, like I, like I described to you guys, of meaning something pathetic or something that's a bit of a failure. So I use the example uh, when you're talking about sports, because I, I love sports. So you can say that was a sad game. It means it doesn't make you cry. It means that they, your team didn't do very well. That was oh, that was a bit sad. That was a bit sad, wasn't it? Yeah, it's sad. That's pretty sad. Okay, and then finally for happy, um, because because I love this one a lot. We had the phrase "happy as a clam," and all it means it just means very happy. Okay, uh, we we have other phrases to mean happy as well, but maybe maybe not best for today. But we did have that, that, that lovely phrase, happy as a clam, just to, uh, to mean something that's very, very happy, okay? So that's pretty much it for the emotional week today, uh, this week. We're going to cover something new to, uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, but I'm going to keep it a bit of a surprise for you guys, so I want you guys to tune in tomorrow. Make sure you guys brighten early for the podcast. Um, always, 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 please do send me an email. I love talking to you guys. Um, I've had some great some great emails in already. Uh, just send us an email to bitesizedenglish at gmail.com. I'm happy to, to for comments, questions. If you guys have something you'd like me to cover, I'm happy to go through a topic I'll, I'll schedule it for down the road it won't be right away it'll be for probably in a week or two's time and we'll talk about that on the podcast and if uh, if we have some if 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 you want to be on the podcast like thomas was the, the on on the on wednesday send me an email we'll have to discuss it and we can always i can try and line up an interview with you guys okay otherwise uh that's it for me today and enjoy the rest of your sunday and i'll see you guys tomorrow